Welcome to Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. And now, here's your host, Work Mom. Hello, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. I'm Lori Jo Vest, your host and work mom. I want to talk today about your independence and also the responsibility that comes with that independence. And I'll start with uh, telling you about a book that I read, oh, probably 20 years ago. Um, Jack Canfield has a book about creating your life. And one of the things that um, he says very early on is that you are 100% responsible for whatever happens in your life. And I remember reading that and going, no, I'm not 100% responsible. This person did that and that person did this and this person did this and all these things happened. Well, you can look at it that way or I could look at it and think, well, I did create the, you know, ability to go to college. I searched for financial aid. I studied and took the tests and got in and I got my degree. I was better able to get a job because I had been responsible enough to get the degree, pursue the funding, follow through. Um, and then I've gotten jobs ever since, you know, I started right after college. Um, I've had really good jobs. I've had not so great jobs. I've had secure jobs. I've had not so secure jobs, but I've always been responsible for what happened with my career, how I performed at work. That's on me. Um, what positions I chose to accept or pursue that was on me. So I want to encourage you to really back away from the, you know, the really close up lens of having to have a job in order to have a career. And I'm also going to ask you to challenge your own thinking on what it means to have job security or does job security even exist? So I'm going to leave you with those two things and then we're going to wander off over here and I'm going to tell you a little bit about my own experience. I always believed that I had to have a job. I had to have a career. I could go through the rise through the ranks of a corporation. I could become, you know, a managing director of an organization but I would be working for someone else because that felt secure. They were taking the risks. So I went through probably a 35 year career doing that and believing that a job meant security, working for a company that wasn't mine meant security. And at one point um, back in the early 2000s, I was working for a small television production studio. Well, I was there for about 11 years. I was running the company. Most of the people who worked there, I had hired. Um, uh, the week before, that same company owner had given me a really positive review. He said um, in a meeting that I took care of his company exactly like he did and how lucky he felt to have me. And then a week and a half later, he called me in for a seven o'clock meeting on a Monday morning and said, it's time. And I said, time for what? Well, I knew it was coming because I'd gotten, you know, the grapevine, grapevines run fast, just say it that way. The grapevine had gotten to me and then he set a meeting for seven o'clock on a Monday morning, which was highly unusual in our business. 
And I just kind of knew it was coming. So we had the meeting. He let me go. He said it was a financial decision and I was out on my butt. And I had thought that I had job security. It was a huge lesson in the fact that there really is no such thing. Anything can happen at any time. A business can lose a client. Um, somebody can die. Um, somebody can leave the company. You know, your boss can decide to move on to a new position. And then the person that replaces them doesn't like you so much. I mean, things happen. So after losing this job at, that I'd had for 11 years and was really comfortable in, but I think I knew I'd outgrown it already, but a lot of times we ignore those things for comfort. The next opportunity I took, I thought I was doing going to do really well and I was bringing in business and I'd been there about six months and they decided to do pay cuts in the sales department. Not very smart, but that's what they decided to do. And I said, well, I'm going to be cleaning up my office this afternoon then. And I left. And if they're going to, I mean, it was a 30% pay cut and there was no good reason for it. It was just a decision that they were making. And so I, I left the company. But the next opportunity after that was working for an ad agency. Super excited about it. They just got the client, but it was a solid relationship. They were doing all kinds of work for them, websites and social media and apps and just all kinds of really great work. This was back in uh, 2012. And that job lasted six years until, oops, client decided to downsize the account. And I was called into a room with 12 other people and let go. Well, by this point, I was 54 years old. Oh, man, that's a point in your career where you hope to be kind of winding down or in a, you know, solid corporate leadership position that you can stay in for a long time. And I wasn't, I was, you know, booted out of that job and left to decide, do I look for a job somewhere else at 54 or do I start my own business? And I made the choice to start my own business and what I what I realized is that all those secure positions were not secure at all. And there really wasn't a secure position unless I made it myself, unless I created it, unless I owned the opportunity, I wouldn't be able to have true independence. And so that's been about six years ago. And let me tell you, it's been absolutely a roller coaster, but it also feels more secure than anything I've ever done. Um, when we have a client come in that is, you know, acting like an asshole, let's just be real about it. People do that sometimes. Um, I have the ability to say, um, we've got to part ways because I don't like the way you're treating us or the way you're treating our staff. And that type of freedom comes with a high level of responsibility because if you aren't, don't have motivation, if you're not, um, someone who's very accountable to tasks and to being at your desk at, you know, seven 30 or eight 30 or whatever, and staying, you know, working 50, 60 hours for the first couple of years, you won't make it. However, if you want true independence, building your own is the most rewarding and the most responsible way to do it. You have the you have the most control 
over your career situation when you're an entrepreneur. You just do. So why am I selling um, independence? So that if you do get laid off from, you know, your first or second or third job, I mean, it happens. Sometimes you think something looks really great and, you know, two weeks later they let you go because they had a big change. So what can you do now to prepare yourself in the future? Lots of things. Um, I started a side hustle. I wrote a customer service book with a lovely co-author, Marilyn Suttle, in 2008, and we did some customer service training. And we did some workshops. We developed, uh, you know, an online course with a company called Business Training Experts. Um, we did um, speaking engagements, and it really helped me elevate my skill set elevate the proof of what I knew and what my talents were so that when it came time to, to make a job change, there was a lot more there to show than just here's a job I've had. So it, you know, I, it really worked for me to do that side hustle. So I highly recommend them. And also that you have a, maybe a side revenue stream. So if something does happen, you get laid off, you've got some, you know, some money to pay your bills. There's a lot of things you can do on the side to make money. And I'll give you a couple of examples, people that I know. I have a friend that discovered an amazing ability to paint. She took it up as a hobby about five years ago, and she still works in advertising, but she also sells um, these beautiful paintings in galleries on a regular basis. I have another really great friend that got into pottery and now she's does art fairs on the weekend and she's transitioning to being uh you know a potter i guess that's what you'd call them to being a pot thrower um uh, 100% of the time um i have another friend that you know started writing mermaid fiction she's a graphic designer and she wrote a couple of books she knew she could write she wrote a couple of books and she ended up instead of being a graphic designer in um, television and, you know, motion video, she moved into being a communication director at one of the larger uh, local churches here in Metro Detroit. Loves her job, is so happy there. And, you know, as a graphic designer in television, the pressure's really high. She, you know, found a job that really suited her by expanding her skill set. So, couple questions to ask yourself. If you were to do a side hustle, what do you enjoy doing? What hobbies could you monetize? What skills do you want to develop? My friend that used to work in television graphics knew she could write. She wrote mermaid fiction and had a really nice audience. She used that side hustle, you know, and that hobby to completely change her career into something that required both graphic design and writing. Um, so what, are you interested in real estate? Um, do you like animals? Do you possibly um, have an interest in pet sitting or house sitting or you know, dog walking? Um, what side hustle could you create that allows you to do something you really enjoy and create a revenue stream? And while you may not need that revenue stream right now, um, there's a new trend. I read about it in Fast Company. I think it was in December 2023, an article on what they call career cushioning, which again, I highly recommend. 
And what career cushioning is, is making sure that your portfolio, your resume, everything is up to date at all times. Your LinkedIn profile is up to date and you're active there so that if something happens, you're ready. And they career cushioning can also include looking for or preparing for another position. So by being 100% responsible for what happens in your career, including, um, you know, really looking at all of your options and expanding your skill set and expanding your ways to make money, that's how you create a 100% responsibility mindset towards your career. And it will lead you places you had no idea you wanted to go. And the other thing is, um, looking back now, what I see that I didn't see before is that I could have done this 20 years earlier and I probably could have been much more successful had I started sooner. Now, would I have all the skills that I have at this point or when I started, you know, pop speed digital marketing, would I have had all those skills? No, but I would have developed them. So I guess one of the things that I'm saying as your work mom is don't wait. If you have any idea that your industry is a little turbulent or that you may eventually want to do something completely different, start now. Start with a side hustle. Start with a hobby that you can monetize. Um, you know, put some effort into this career cushioning trend and see what you can make happen for yourself. Because the worst thing that can happen, in my opinion, you know, the worst, the worst of all the best possible outcomes is that maybe you get a, a, you know, a raise at your current position or you get promoted because your skills are higher, you're, you know, more enthusiastic, um, you are learning things faster and you're more committed to your career. You are a hundred percent responsible for what happens in your career and in your life. That's where the gold is. So think of your career in that way. You are a hundred percent responsible for what happens. How you respond is how, what determines what happens and you are in control. So work mom says you are in control. Don't ever forget it. It might not feel that way. Keep trying that on and eventually it will feel very comfortable because you are in control of your career. So that's what I've got for you today. Uh, let's see. We have a website at workmomsays.com. I would love to have you visit and uh, fill out a contact form and tell me what you'd like me to talk about. Are there guests you'd like us to have on? Um, I'm also an open networker on LinkedIn under Lori Joe Vest. Would love to hear from you. Um, you can suggest guests or ask questions of me there as well. And uh, we'll be back with another episode soon. Signing off. Thanks for listening to Work Mom Says. Don't be an idiot. For more information, you can email Work Mom at L-O-R-I WorkMomSays.com. That's Lori at WorkMomSays.com. And remember, <sighs> don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot.